0: This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Alhamdulillah, <laughs> we are we and we And we Allah from our and bad وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله بلغ الرسالة وأدَّى الأمانة ونصح الأمة، وتركنا على المحجة البيضاء ليلها كنهارها لا يزيغ عنها إلا هالك صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين فإن أصدق الحديث كلام الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة أعاذنا الله منها يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا My dear brothers and sisters in Islam, our religion came to protect five things for us. First of all, our religion was given to us and it was sent down to protect and preserve our religion itself. Also to preserve life and also to preserve the intellect And also to preserve the lineage and the honor of the person. And finally to protect and preserve the wealth of the people. If I was to ask you a question today and I was to say to you, which ayah is the longest ayah of the Qur'an? The majority of you will get the answer right. And you will say to me, Brother Muhammad Ali, the longest ayah of the Qur'an is in Surah Al-Baqarah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said in that ayah, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا إِذَا تَدَايَنْتُمْ بِدَيْنٍ إِلَىٰ أَجَلٍ مُسَمَّىٰ until the, uh, until the end of the ayah. The longest ayah of the Qur'an is in Surah Al-Baqarah. And it's a whole page. But what does it talk about? It talks about a very important concept in our religion, which is the concept of debt. We live in a world today that so many people are in debt. So many people are in debt. The question now is as a Muslim, you need to know the rules regarding this matter, the matter of taking a loan or being in debt. My dear brothers and sisters in Islam, قَدْ جَاءَتِ الشريعة فِي أَمْرِ الدين. Our sharia came and it has taken the matter of dain, of borrowing money seriously. And it warns the people against it. And it encourages people to stay away from borrowing money unless they have to. My dear brothers and sisters in Islam, Aisha radiallahu anha has said, كان رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يدعو في صلاته اللهم إني أعوذ بك من المأثم والمغرم فقال قائل ما أكثر ما تستعيذ من المغرم فقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إِذَا غَرِمَ الرَّجُلُ حَدَّثَ فَكَذَبُ وَوَعَدَ The Prophet in his salah, very often he used to recite this du'a, Oh Allah, I seek refuge with you from what? From sins and also from maghram. And what is maghram? Heavy debt. How many of us are in debt today? How many of us know someone who's in debt. Severely in debt. And the Prophet ﷺ used to ask Allah, Oh Allah, protect me from being someone who owes other people so much. Especially when it comes to the concept of debt. And then the Prophet ﷺ, a man said to him, a companion said to him, Ya Rasulullah, how often do you seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from heavy debt? And the Prophet ﷺ has said, If a man borrows money, what happens is the following. When he speaks, he lies. And when he makes a promise, he breaks his promise. How often that someone came to you and took money from you and borrowed money from you and he was never to be seen after that. Or when you call him and, and you say to him, brother, where's my money? He will say to you, Aki, wallahi, I will come and see you tomorrow. And he never turns up. Aki, i I'm in trouble. When he's not in trouble, he's got money, but he doesn't want to pay you back. The Prophet wasallam, said, Ida gharim, and this is exactly the reality. Subhanallah, my dear brothers and sisters in Islam, let us look at the seriousness of debt. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in a hadith he said, law anna rajulan Subhanallah. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, look at what he said. If a man was killed for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala while he was fighting for the sake of Allah. And then he was given life again. And he was killed for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala one more time. And then he was killed. And then he was and he died for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for a third time. The Prophet has said, That man will not enter. That man will not enter paradise until his debt is paid off. Subhanallah. And in another hadith, the Prophet وسلم, has said the following: Man mat, Man matta wa hua bari un anthalafin. Man matta wa hua bari un anthalafin. Dakhara al-Jannah. Manuwa, Man matta wa hua bari un anthalafin. Number one, Al-Kibr. Number two, Al-Ghulul. Number three, Al-Dain. The Prophet Sallallahu has said, Man matta wa hua bari un anthalafin. Al-Kibr. The Prophet has said, if someone dies free from three things, that person will enter Jannah. That person will enter Jannah, will be granted Jannah. What are the three things that he needs to be free from? Number one is arrogance, al-kibr. Number two is cheating. And number three is Dain, debt. Dear brothers and sisters in Islam, do we know that the Prophet did not used to offer salatul janazah On someone if he knew that he was in debt. Unless someone says, I'm going to take care of his debt. It's quite serious this matter, brothers and sisters in Islam. But how easily do we take and borrow money these days? And imagine if you were to die while you still owe money to other people. And no one is even aware of it. Subhanallah. It's quite serious matter, brothers and sisters in Islam. Also, my dear brothers and sisters in Islam, let us remind ourselves what the Salaf have said regarding the matter of Dain. Umar ibn al-Khattab radiyallahu anhu, look at what he said, وآخره حرب. وآخره حرب. Umar ibn al-Khattab radiyallahu said, be aware of debts. Why? At the beginning is a worry. Do you know the time, as soon as you borrow money, what happens? You will have sleepless nights. You will be worried. How am I going to pay this money back? How am I going to pay it off? It, it begins with a worry. And then Umar ibn al-Khattab said, said, akhirahu حَرْبٌ And the end of it is war. The end of what? The end of debt is war. How is, it, how, how is the end of, of debt becomes a war? How many, how many people do we know? How many people do you know yourself? That you lend them money, but they never paid you back. And after that, you have fallen out with that person. How many brothers and sisters don't talk to each other right now? They don't trust one another. Why? One of them borrowed money from his older brother or a sister borrowed money from her older sister or a friend, but she has never paid them back. And because of that, now there's war. Those family members don't speak to one another. Is that the case, my brothers? This is what we see. Also, my dear brothers and sisters in Islam, remember, subhanallah, remember when you borrow money and you do not pay back that money, what are you doing? you're causing oppression. You're oppressing that person. And inshallah ta'ala, in today's khutbah, we will also touch upon some of the etiquettes of lending money. Because so many times, the mashayikh, the imams, they deal with cases where someone comes to the masjid and speaks to the imam and says, someone has borrowed money from me, a brother who comes to the masjid, but he doesn't want to pay me back. And then when the imam speaks to the other brother, the other brother can easily refuse and say, I, I can't, I, I've never borrowed any money from him. Has he got any proof that I borrowed money from him? Where is the proof? And if you don't have a proof, what can the imam do for you? Nothing. Subhanallah. So we're going to talk about the etiquettes of borrowing money. Inshallah ta'ala in the second part of our khutbah, أقول والشكر له على توفيقه وامتنانه واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله واصحابه ومن تبعهم باحسان الى يوم الدين my dear brothers and sisters in islam the seriousness of that look at what the prophet has said hata subhanallah your soul will be imprisoned until your debt is paid back. You're not gonna get what you were supposed to get in the next life, in akhirah, unless your debt is paid back. Dear brothers and sisters in Islam, inshallah ta'ala, I'm going to touch upon, and this is something that's gonna help all of us. Our sharia is so beautiful. Our sharia is so complete. Our sharia is flawless, alhamdulillah. And look at, subhanallah, the rulings... And also the etiquettes that the Sharia has taught us. If we were to practice them, no disputation would have taken place. Look at number one. أَدَابُ Okay, the etiquettes relating to the person who's borrowing the money. Okay, the borrower, the debtor. Number one is, الْإِقْتِرَاضُ Do not borrow money unless you have to. That's number one. Do not borrow money unless you have to. But we live in a society where we are being told that we need to buy things we do not need with money we do not have. This is the reality. So many people right now, the house—how did they how did they buy the house in credit? The car that they're driving is in credit. The clothing that they're wearing is in credit. How 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 are you going to exist, Subhanallah? Imagine if you die, Subhanallah. So number one, do not borrow something unless you have to. That's number one. Number two, tu in When you are borrowing money, you must have the intention to repay that back. If the, if the lender doesn't know it, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is aware of your intentions. Allah said, I know what the cheating eye does and also I know what is in the heart. And look at this hadith. This hadith is a very serious hadith. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa has said, nas أَدَّ اللَّهُ عَنُهُ وَمَنْ أَخَذَ أَمْوَالَ النَّاسِ يُرِيدُ إِتْلَافَهَا أَتْلَفَهُ اللَّهُ Subhanallah. Allah knows our intentions. The Prophet has said, Anybody who takes the wealth of other people, while he has the intention to repay them back, Allah will assist him. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will aid him and he will be able to repay his debt. But what about if someone borrows money and he has no intention to repay that money back? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not assist that person. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows our intentions. Brothers and sisters, how many people do we know that came to us and borrowed money from us and after that they have disappeared? Sometimes people come to the masjid and they borrow from this brother, they borrow from that brother, they borrow from that brother and they do not pay back that money. People trust you because you come to the masjid. This person didn't ask you for a credit check. He didn't say to you, Aki, how do I know that you're going to pay me back. He saw you in the masjid few days, few times coming to the jamaah and listening to the study circles and coming to the study circles and listening lessons of alhamdulillah and uh, uh, lessons that are taught by the mashaykh and then the people will just trust you and then you take money from them and you you're nowhere to be seen after that. The Prophet what did he say? If you borrow money from someone and you have the intention to pay it back, Allah will assist you. Otherwise, if you take people's money, borrow money, without having the intention to pay back, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will never give you support in that matter. So remember that, this is a very important hadith. Also, do not borrow more than you need. Do not borrow more than you need. And also, الوفاء make sure that you repay the money back the time that you have promised that you're going to repay it very very important also if we look at the etiquettes of the lender the creditor which is very important number one when you are lending money to someone you should have the intention that you're doing this as an act of worship so you get ajr for that number one number two invarul المؤسر if someone is struggling, they want to pay you back, but they're struggling, they're going through difficulties, financial difficulties. What do you need to do? You need to give them respite. Like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, if someone borrowed money from you and they're going through financial difficulties and they can't pay you, pay you back, do not say to them, I, I will charge you interest. What are you going to say to them? I will wait for you. I'll give you respite. Okay? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us something which is even better. One step better. What's that better? What's that? If you let go, if you forgive the person and say, Akhi, I, You borrowed from me 500 pounds, you can't maybe pay me back right now. I have forgiven you for the sake of Allah. Allah said, If only you know it. SubhanAllah. Imagine when Allah promises you that He's going to pay you back. Amazing. Also, my dear brothers, I want to remind myself and, and you as well, because some of you right now, you owe money. And you want Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to assist you with this. Do we have certain du'as that we can read? Yes. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa once came to the masjid, and he saw one of the companions, who's called Abu Umama, sitting down in the masjid. And the time that he was there was not, well, it's not the time for salah. So the Prophet ﷺ said to him, How come that you are here in the masjid right now? And it's not time for salah. And the Prophet, and the companion said to the Prophet, Ya Rasulullah, the reason I'm sitting here right now is I, I am in debt and I have many worries. That's why I'm stuck here in the masjid. That's why I'm sitting here. And the Prophet ﷺ taught him this dua Allahumma inni a'udhu bika al hammi wal hazan. Wa a'udhu bika minal ajzi wal kasal. وأعوذ بك من الجبن والبخل وأعوذ بك من غلبة الدين وقهر الرجال. so the prophet taught taught this dua and learn this dua if you didn't know it off by heart this is a dua you should be reading in the morning and also in the afternoon. اللهم إني أعوذ بك من الهم والحزر وأعوذ بك من العجز والكسل وأعوذ بك من الجبن والبخل بك من also Ali الله عنه, has seen a man who was struggling with debt, money that he couldn't pay back. And then Ali said to him, let me teach you this dua. And the dua is, Allahumma kfini bihalalika an haramika wa aghnini bifadlika amma Subhanallah. Then these duas, ikhwani, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the beauty of our sharia is we have been given, alhamdulillah, the tools that will help us with everything. Subhanallah. So if you are going through right now, if you, if you owe so much money and you don't know how to pay it back, and you're struggling with it, learn these du'as. Practice them. And inshallah ta'ala, do it with with proper intention. Remember the hadith that we've just mentioned. If you borrow money with the intention to pay back, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will assist you. If not, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not assist you at at, at all. And as a brother and a sister right now, just before you leave the masjid, we've talked about this important concept. You don't want to die while you owe money. You don't want to die. And another problem is sometimes we do not even tell our people, our own family members, that we owe money to other people. You will be a prisoner. You will be stuck. Okay? You will not be given what you're supposed to enjoy in the next life unless your debt is paid. So it's very, very important that you write down. Write down whatever you owe. Okay? Also you write down what other people owe you. Write it down and give it to somebody who's from your family and say, this is what other people owe me, this is what I owe other people. Okay, so it's very, very important. And we have mentioned the etiquettes of lending money and borrowing money. It is your fault. And let me close the the, the khutbah with this hadith. Do you know that your dua against the person that borrowed the money from you will not accept it by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if you did not write the debt and there, were no, and there was no witnesses. If you miss these etiquettes, when someone is borrowing money from you, don't just say, oh, for a good faith, oh, I, I have a good faith in this brother. He comes to the masjid. I, I know this brother. He's my friend. How can I ask him to write down, uh, to write, how can I say to him, let us write down the debt? No, this is your right. And these are the etiquettes Islam taught us. Because the human being can forget sometimes. I can forget that I borrowed money from you last year. How much it was I can forget. When did I say to you, I'll pay you back? I might forget. That's why it's important to write down. Even if your, your brother in blood or your sister in blood is borrowing, borrowing money from you, write it down. And also have two witnesses. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what did He say? subhanallah these etiquettes if we were to follow them we would not have had the problems that we have sometimes among the brothers and among the sisters sometimes and among the community members so inshallah ta'ala today you should go home with this and say next time if i'm borrowing money and if i'm lending money i know the etiquettes that i have to follow also if i'm borrowing money i have to make sure that my intention is right that i want to pay back if you're lending money you have to do it with good intention as well that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you ajr for that and finally remember finally remember inshallah wa ta'ala do not borrow money unless you have to do not borrow money unless you have to and whatever you owe right now write it down my dear brothers and sisters in islam wa malaikatahu nabi ya amanu wa sallimu taslima اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد المجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد المجيد اللهم اغفر للمسلمين والمسلمات والمؤمنين والمؤمنات الأحياء منهم والأموات برحمةك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم إننا نسألك الهدى والتقوى والعفاف والغنى اللهم إننا نسألك الجنة وما قرب إليها من قول أو عمل ونعوذ بك من النار وما قرب إليها من قوم قول أو عمل اللهم اجعلنا من صام رمضان إيمان Allahumma Allahumajan Mankama Ramadana iman and Wachtisaba. Allahumma is al Islam al Muslim, Allahumma Azal Islama with Muslim, Allah Muslim Nasaradin, Allah Muslim Nasaradin, In Allah Murbu Aldu Hassan, Waitaid al Urba Wainha and Fasha al Munker, Wal Bagya Idukumla Allah Kumta Karuna wa Akim Salah. This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the Mosque provides, please visit ww.greenlane